Hi, this is Shannon, and I want to talk to you about my pillow because trust me, I have one of everything. Good news, Mike Lindell is back with his quality products with big discounts for listeners of the show. Go to mypillow.com/regularjoe or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regularjoe. My pillow is having their big 20th anniversary sale on limited edition my pillows with prices as low as 19.95 for the queen size pillow. I love the my pillow all season slippers. Right now they have the lowest price ever with just $25 with the promo code REGULARJOE. They're easy to clean, hand-sewn moccasin design, made to wear year-round in all climates. And right now they're having the biggest bed sheet sale ever with the Giza Dream Sheet set, as low as $29.98 with promo code REGULARJOE. These sheets come in nine solid colors and four flannel colors. 400 thread count sizing from Twin to California King. They're all machine washable and durable and come with a 10-year warranty. Visit MyPillow.com slash REGULARJOE or call 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe that's 1-800-648-3665 promo code regular joe Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Gigante, your regular Joe here with you. So we don't have a grand, grand total yet, but we do have a winner. The reason we don't have the full grand total yet uh, is that we have some people that are texting that want to make contributions. You know, they can't they can't fully donate or they rather they can't compete in the bidding, but they nonetheless want to add money to the overall total that we're raising today. Uh, but we do have... Our winner is indeed Josh the Road Tech, who got, who not only kicked us off, but had, I mean, whoever, I hope you know Debbie is all I'm going to say, Josh, because if not, you both deserve quite the round of applause. <laughs> Josh saying his response to finding out he's winning is, well, hot damn, I never expected to win. This is completely unexpected. Better inform the wife. I have plans on March 2nd. LOI. Yes, you do. We'll get in touch with you, obviously, to get all that squared away. But March 2nd, you'll be my partner. I hope you're a ringer, by the way, on beanbags. I'm going to start practicing. I just, uh, I'm okay. But it usually takes me, like, you know, to the third round before my arm warms up. Uh, but nonetheless, the grand total combined with uh, Debbie's contribution, $3,590.94. Uh, that is going to, the, as part of this, going to the Desert Vets. The end of, and then we add in the additional donations that we know of, because people are still texting and emailing in, uh, brings our grand total to. Uh, well, I'm just going to add six cents because I just want. I just want to. I want to round it up. Uh, you know what? I'll add. Uh, I'll add fifty-four cents. That's what I'll add, just to keep things. Uh, no, yeah, fifty-four cents, uh, so that we have a grand total of three thousand seven hundred and sixty-six dollars and forty-five cents, all in right now. Including Josh, Debbie, all the other donors that have just made independent donations. Uh, again, we may get some more, so we'll have maybe a different grand total on Monday. But really, thank you to one and all willing to make the individual donations, those that competed in the the bidding award. And there's quite a few of you guys. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> you know, just careful what you wish for. Right? You got to be, you got to win. But really, a phenomenal total that sets a new record uh, here on the regular Joe Show for sure. Uh, I imagine probably for the event bags. I mean, I'll check with the organizers 
uh, Jason into the Desert Vets, but I'm pretty sure for a single single show in terms of these kind of things, it will set a new record, uh, which makes me ecstatic. Well, I mean, yes, we crushed the competition. I mean, because after all, it's not a competition, but we did crush the competition. <laughs> but that being said, uh, really, it's it, in all seriousness, because it goes to the, the vets, and that's what really matters to me, doing everything we can to help our veterans who have given so much to us uh, and unfortunately at times have not been treated the way they should. Now, earlier in the show, and I'm going to get to the phones here, so hang in there if you're on the phones and then get some more sound when I get to. You had... Uh, <laughs> You had the, the the new dictator, Claire McCaskill, moments ago saying, yes, you may not question the leader, and if you question the leader, you shall be crushed. But I also asked about this whole theory that Hickey Nally, who's not winning in anywhere in the primaries, as a matter of fact, she's getting crushed by Donald Trump, and but they say she'd win bigly if she were the, the general nominee in November, which really doesn't make sense because... The vast majority of what support she's seen thus far has been anywhere from 20 to 45 percent, if not higher, Democrat turnout. A vast majority of those Democrats, when interviewed in exit polling, said that they would vote for the Democrat, whether it's Biden or another Democrat, in the general election. And the vast, vast majority of Republican voters are choosing Donald Trump. So the question I ask is, well, how suddenly... Does she get such a big lead? Because that would say that a bunch of these people that are choosing Trump in the primaries really want Nikki Haley in the general, which makes no sense, because then why wouldn't they be voting for Nikki Haley now? I mean, why would you vote for Trump if you really wanted to vote for Hickey Haley? Well, one of our left wingers, one of our trolls said they wanted to give me their honest answer. They said, in all seriousness, Joe, I'll prove I'm legit, meaning this answer. I'll even use 45's real name. Trump backers will vote for him. Dems don't want Biden, but will vote for him as the lesser of two evils. True Republicans, now remember this is a left winger writing this, Christians and independents will vote, just as they did the last time, for Biden. Again, the lesser of two evils. But, he says, those true Republicans, Christians, and many independents, and even a goodly portion of Dems, would vote for Nikki if it was her versus Biden. I'm going to read this through before I come back to comment. Most true Republicans and Christians I've talked to, which is probably, what, one person, would rather have Nikki. Independents such as my wife, parentheses, a Reaganite Navy vet, end parentheses, thank you for your service, left-wing Rob's wife. Uh, would vote for Nikki, even if I would give it some deep, even I would give it some deep thought. The point is, most of us don't like either, but most of us out here see the danger of Trump. <clears throat> and especially after J6, I have friends who voted for Trump for the second time, but after that day, rightly disavowed him. So that's the whole explanation. Now I'm going to go back to a key line. Those true Republicans, Christians, many independents, and even goodly portion of Dems, would vote for Nikki if it were her versus Biden. Ah, but you might have missed the part where I said all the exit polling actually says the opposite of that. It says that the Democrats, and, and I've watched Man in the Street interviews, as well as independent polling that says that given the choice, <clears throat> they're going to stick with a Democrat, Biden or other, even if they replace Biden with somebody else. So I don't think that, that rationale really carries through. 
And it ignores the fact that while the two or three people that you speak to from your basement on a regular basis have said they have disavowed Trump, look at the numbers. Don't just look at the percentages. Look at some of these numbers. Look at the polling. Again, all with a grain of salt on the polling. I mean, votes count better than polls. But we're talking about full compliments being used in these polling of likely voters that are still choosing Trump by large numbers over Haley. So I don't, I mean, I appreciate the attempt, right? I, I'm not going to, I can't really make fun of it other than the fact that you're ignoring some of the key facts that make the whole thing kind of not work, which I get as a left winger that kind of is natural. You ignore facts and kind of create your own alternative reality with it all. But, but the fact is that doesn't end up. And that's my whole point. Now, if it were a situation where there's some kind of suppressed vote, you know, where they only have 10% turnout, and of that 10%, the vast majority is going for for Trump, you know, and then a small percentage for Haley, and that the that you could substantiate that a smaller percentage is turning out in those primaries solely because they really want Haley, which of course would not be logical because they could vote for Haley in the primary. But if you could give something like that, that might make sense. But actually, none of it making sense. Which is my point. All right, I gotta get to the phones. 888-737-1737-888-737-1737. Got Dennis on the line. Hello, Dennis. Happy Freedom Friday, sir. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Every day is a holiday, just having a great, fantastic time. Well, I'm glad to hear it, sir. Hey. What's on your mind? Hey, with with all these politicians, anything from a, a county to a city to a, a governor, senator, congressman. They're, they're an accomplice, they're aiding and abetting, and they're complicit in the support of terrorism. They're transporting explosive materials, two-legged assault weapons, drugs, rapists, murderers, and it's intended to be used uh, for uh, causing harm and distrust. Distru- uh, uh, I get you. Go ahead. Uh, and hostile actions. Now, how can they do this? What is our, we the people, instead of waiting four years to have a vote, how many people are going to die because of this? And if we wait four years to throw them out of office, we're not going to bring back any of these dead people or anything. And why are these people, these politicians, going to get paid once they're thrown out of office? Well, and they should not be involved in any government forever, as long as they live. Well, I guess my question to you, I mean, first of all, I, I would I don't disagree that we have a number of elected employees that are that are wayward, as you're describing. I don't believe it's 100 percent of it uh, because I know I mean, I know some of these people that are working diligently every day to try to turn back the tide. They take their oath of office serious. They understand they're accountable to their constituents and they operate in that way. So it's not 100 percent. I guess my question to you is, what would you propose? We don't have to wait four years. We have 256 days until the major, which is one of the most major elections we'll have because there's so many people on the ballot, senators, congressmen, the presidency, among other things. But I guess, you know, here's the thing. Chaos is not the answer in my book. Uh, I don't believe that we're in a position or at a time where we should be doing anything rash. I think that we have a gift in our Constitution 
And in the rule of law, which, again, I know it's been tattered, but we established day in and day out, still exists. We see it in a lot of these good news stories of what's being done, uh, that those that keep their eye on the prize and stay focused are able to make the headway. So my answer is we have to keep on. We have to continue. We have to follow the path of the Constitution until such time as if the Constitution ever is truly ended. Now, it hasn't been. It may appear in many cases, but the reality is it hasn't been. I guess my question to you is what, you know, what alternative do you see then to do the right thing and continue down the path of restoring our, our rule of law, our Constitution, and preserving liberty and freedom? Why can't we jail them, fine them, uh, make their life miserable like they're trying to make Trumps? Um, and with what they're doing, Joe, you know, is, is that any worse than any January 6th person? Well, you, you mean know, what, are some of the, what are some of the people on the left doing? Or what, when you say what, who do you mean when you say what they're doing? The, the Democrats, they're allowing that we're allowing all this stuff to come across our border. They're not saying anything. They're not trying to stop anything. They're not telling Joe to cease and desist. I mean. I, look, I understand the frustration. I do, Dennis. And my answer would be, and, and again, I speak to this often, not just on the air, but to be honest, off air. When I, and, and, and the team will let you know, I, I have a lot of conversations off air. Matter of fact, I have more conversations off air with elected officials than I do on air. Because generally speaking, I, I, I'm very, I try to be very selective who I give a platform on the air to when it comes to elected officials. Uh, just it's not really the format of the show. I mean, elections, I talk to more of them than normal. But, but the point being, this is one of the things I constantly bring to them, is the growing, deepening frustration of an American people that feel abandoned by their elected employees, that feel like there's no recourse left, and they, they offer things, well, why can't we just jail them? And my answer to that, and I know some don't like this, but it is my honest answer, is we're better than that. We have to be better than that. And here's why. It may be some catharsis. Oh, finally, we get to seize somebody and throw them in jail, and we get them off the floor, off the floor of the house, or we get them off the streets, whatever it might be. But in doing it, we're abridging the very rule of law that we say we stand for. And if we stand for the rule of law, we have to stand for it always. We can't start making exceptions based on the fact that we don't like that person or we know that person is a bad person. And they very well may be a bad person. I'm not disputing that. But the minute we set ourselves on that slippery slope that we have the ability to be judge and jury without following due process, even when they are not, I agree what's being done to the J6 prisoners is criminal. But the answer is not to act like criminals as well. Because then we become that which we say that we stand opposed to. And when we do that, when we trade the truth, the, the, the objective reality, the true, the good, the beautiful, when we do all that in the name of trying to achieve some greater good, we're not achieving any greater good. We're selling our, selling our own souls and the soul of our nation, ostensibly because we can make it better. And it's not that we're the first in history that have faced that temptation. They had that temptation in Cuba when Castro was a freedom fighter. Look how that worked out for them. The regular Joe radio show.